How to Cultivate Endings That Lead to New Beginnings. This is the Middleway Newsletter, volume number 84. I'm Christian Champ. It is a place where I write, explore, share, and invite you along for the journey. How to Cultivate Endings That Lead to New Beginnings. At the end of last month, I hung up the asset management jersey after 22 years. I walked out of the office for the final time, feeling excited and melancholy. As I hit the elevator button, I already missed my team and the folks I've worked with for a long time. Quitting is hard. Leaving a good team is even more challenging. As the elevator descended, I felt the pressure release, knowing it was time for the next phase. The investing world is a fascinating place. Looking at thousands of companies over the years, working with a group of highly skilled and talented people, debating investing ideas, provides it for a fertile ground for learning and growing. This training ground provided growth in many different areas. We learned how to invest, judge the attractiveness of businesses and management teams. Over the years, I've run teams, fundraised, helped hire board members and management teams, and served on boards. There is only gratitude in participating in such a wide range of experiences. Working with people that push you and make you better is a crucial part of the game of investing. Finding our favorite parts. Over time, I realized my favorite part of the journey was helping people level up and unlock their potential. There is nothing like watching your teammates step up and hit new peaks. Strategy and vision is my second favorite part. Today we're here and tomorrow we want to be over there. It's storytelling, creating culture, and harnessing the talent around us that makes that strategy and vision successful. The unlocking of the strategy and the vision is our why. We know when this happens because it's a flow state moment. Everything in life makes sense, and we get clarity around what we spend our days doing. For the past couple months, though, I ran into this quote by Joseph Campbell multiple times. If you can see your path laid out in front of you, step by step, you know it's not your path. Your own path, you make with every step you take. That's why it's your path. As my company went back to the office and my travel calendar picked up, I realized the time for a new pathway had arrived. Thinking about work in terms of games and levels, the last level I felt like I wanted to play was fundraising. 350 Zoom calls later and many in-person meetings, a successful $300 million raised in a couple quarters, and I played enough of that game. The Zoom part was great, but the airplane part was less so. If I sat in my current seat, I knew the path. This path grew less attractive with each passing year. We need to know when to get out of the car and get in a new one. I wanted a more active role in driving better outcomes for people and companies. I still wanted to invest, but you can always do that on the side. How do we prepare for a new path? We start with getting ready to make a jump by seeing what excites us. We focus on adding new skills to match up with that excitement. Where do our existing skills and talents overlap with our potential futures? What do we need to add to the mix because it brings us closer to our new paths? My head popped up and looked around for the new path before work from home became a thing. Running free experiments creates the testing ground for our future possibilities. We get to try on clothes and see how they fit. Do they serve our mission? Do they interest us and drive our curiosity? Do we make a difference? My ethos became, how can I help others? How do my experiences and skills match up with the needs of others? 
How do I bring that together? This understanding led me to focus more on coaching. I signed up for coach training programs and got reps coaching people. In the background, I worked on advising companies where I invested with my PA or personal account, as we call it in the investing world, to differentiate from client funds. I helped coach the CEOs and decision makers from those investments. I worked on coaching the team of analysts I oversaw at the office. I worked on offering coaching moments to friends, acquaintances, mentees, mentors, and coworkers. I coached people through career decisions and salary negotiations and helped them find more flow. I leaned in ready to listen, learn, and try to help. COVID also allowed me to run the work from home experiment. I always believed that I loved working from home and yes, it exceeded expectations. I like seeing my coworkers, but I like seeing my kids in the morning and being able to take them places in the evening more. Being in service to my family while my kids are little is another part of my path. It all came back to that feeling of helping people level up and accomplish more, both on an individual level and a company level. What trade-offs should we make? We play with our choices and trade-offs, exploring other alternatives and doubling down on our whys. We get to ask if our actions serve our goals and mission. The main question I tried to answer is how do you create the environment, culture, and situations to drive the growth that people want? When you can't control the first two, how do you overcome poor leaders, less than ideal environments and cultures that might push against what you are trying to accomplish? Again, the goal is ultimately to help folks level up and unlock more of our abilities. When you show you care, create tight supportive feedback loops and create a culture of trust, people amaze you with what they can accomplish. In the near term, I'm joining a coaching organization and continuing to advise companies and make investments. If you're interested in discovering the power of coaching, please reach out.